Okay guys, you know what? Mama needs a timeout. Hey guys, it's Nick and Lex, and we're bringing you episode 6, My Humps. My, my humps. humps. My bumps and lumps and stuff. Ew. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Like, it is what it is. We're in our mid-30s. Check it out. (laughs) Exactly. Or not. Exactly. So, you know, this episode, we're really going to get into, like, body images, what we feel our perception of our body is after pre-kids and post-kids, really, and also where we're at today with our body confidence and everything like that. So... So we're going deep today. Oh, we're getting real deep. Oh, damn. We're getting body deep. DNA deep. <laughs> so deep, we're looking at molecules. <laughs> no, really, we're not. I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> we're, we're basically just talking about... We're just know, BSing here. Yeah, basically. Image. We're talking about... It's really mental. Yeah. In all honesty. It's all in your head. I've always, I always say that. It's all in your head. But, but. before we get into that... You know what we need to knock out? Knock it out. Knock it out. Yep, our highs and our low of the week. So, Lex, what's your high this week? Why do I always have to go first? Okay, fine, whatever. I'll do my (laughs) high. So, my high is I am at a really good place in my work environment. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you know the struggles that I had beginning my position Mm -hmm. and this year I really found this being my second year going into working for this department in this position in this boss man I found it to be completely a 180 and I'm very appreciative of it that's awesome you know I'm, I'm really enjoying the responsibility that I have but also the trust mm-hmm. that I have yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been really great and that's really my high. Yeah. <laughs> I got to make a form, guys. That's a big deal. You got to make a form? I got to number a form too. What? Yeah, that's a huge deal in Shoot. what you do. It really is. I've never gotten to number my own form. <laughs> I mean, you know, I one mean. day. So <laughs> anyways. Okay, so what's your low? Nah, son of a I know. All right. Hey, you're the one. (laughs) You're the one who asks every week. (laughs) I know, right? My low would have to be, so as you all know, that I am very much a part of therapy as my self-care. And I think my low for this week would be my therapist asked me to connect with the emotional component of what I received from my mother. Ooh. And I know, right? It's Ew. so like deep and Freudian in the way. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I know, but still, there's a lot of areas that need to be improved in the mother-daughter relationship. Oh, I guess a lot okay. of past hurts, hurts that I need to kind of work through and process. And it actually feeds kind of into our topic today because 
how emotional pain has played into my weight gain in these recent years. Mm. So it's been a low because it's a hard and difficult subject to deal with. And I think people, especially myself, I don't want to say people, but especially myself, don't always put two and two together with emotional pain and being overweight or unhealthy, oh, I should yeah. say, mm-hmm. you know, so. Wow, that's a, yeah. that's a deep low. It really is. <laughs> it's it's an uncomfortable deep for me because I don't like to process negative pain. I like to just move forward and move on. So your highs and lows. Okay. Yeah. My high actually kind of ties into last week. Our kids are on their summer vacation, yeah. and I don't know about you guys. This has been the summer of doing nothing. Ooh. For me, no, not in a good way. Not nothing like, oh, I'm just lounging around doing nothing. Nothing as in, like, I feel I have, I'm starting to feel that guilt about not doing enough with my oh, kids. That yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. nothing. Okay, I haven't yeah, been I taking, last summer I was taking my son for swimming, like, twice a week. And we were going You've to always Schlitterbahn. Yeah, and we were going to yeah. Six Flags. And we were doing all that kind of stuff. Well, this summer, just, I have not been able to do that for lots of reasons so my my kids have been sitting around playing video games a lot Mm -hmm. Uh, but as of a couple of weeks ago my my husband you know my husband's we spoke about it before he's lost a lot of weight Mm -hmm. and he's he works out a lot he walks he does a lot of physical activity well he recently started doing yoga and he recruited my oldest son my 10 year old son to do yoga with him and that just made me so happy because it's twofold. One, he's not sitting on the couch playing video games all day while I'm at work, which I just feel horribly yeah. about. So I'm really glad. that That's one thing. I'm glad he's getting off the couch and getting some physical activity and actually enjoying it. But two, I love that my husband and my son are bonding over yes. yoga. Oh, my God. That right there. That's damn. <laughs> so no. that was my high for the week. I was so happy my husband has been sending me pictures of them and he even got my five-year-old starting in five wait is he five yeah he's five sorry and when you have more than two not just that there's always different kids in and out of this house yeah literally (laughs) we had almost like a whole package of dogs And I was just like, ah, okay. We had a six pack today, right? At some point. Jeez. Yeah. Of kids, not beers. But anyway, it just, it really made me happy to see my husband, one, spending time with my kids, and then two, doing, doing yoga. I was just in shock. So, loved it. High for the week. My low for the week. eh, I know, nobody likes talking about it, but it does have, it does kind of have a silver lining. It's all about perspective. of course. So... My mm-hmm. son is prone to getting what they call fibril seizures. Your second son. My second, Your my middle, middle son. son, yes, my five-year-old. So he hadn't had one in about a year and a half. So we thought we were in the clear. We thought mm-hmm. he'd already outgrown them, but no. He we were just up, talking about it, too. Yeah, we were. And then, nope, he got a fever. His fever was only 99 point something, but apparently it's not the temperature, it's the spike. It's going from Mm -hmm. 98 point whatever to 99 and just so Mm -hmm. quickly. So anyway, Mm -hmm. he got that fibril seizure. It was really scary. Fortunately, we, I mean, fortunately, unfortunately, however you want to look at it, we've been through this before. So instead of taking him to the emergency room like normal, we took him to his regular doctor. His regular doctor really assured us. And if he has another one, he's going to go to the neurologist, all that kind of stuff. But 
you know, my husband was talking to one of his coworkers whose child apparently gets seizures twice a week. Oh man! <laughs> you know, I just I I I, I How? tear up just thinking about oh, it. Oh, that's horrible! And, yeah. Um, you know, and just, uh, you know, she was telling, she has other health issues as well. So anyway, my, my point is, as, as it's like, it just kind of puts things in perspective. Yes, my son gets fibril seizures. He's going to grow out of it. I know full well he is. But one, he was okay. So again, it's like my low for the week that, that was scary. Nobody ever wants to see their child having a seizure. But at the no, same time, not at all. I mean, at least we know what it is. We know what yeah. caused it. He's exactly. okay now. He, you know, gave him some medication for the fever, and, and, and he's good. He's good. You know, it's so funny you okay. say that because with your middle child, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, we can, we expect it. Or not expect it, mm-hmm. but you you know what to do if that happens. Yeah. But if it's, say, something that happened to your first or your third mm-hmm. child, it would be like, what the hell? Yeah. It's so weird how you become how every child is different yes mm-hmm. you don't yeah. think they're going to be but like even me only my <laughs> two my first son if he's sick i know he's sick yeah. because he shuts down mm-hmm. he's a yeah. very active child he's all he's like very like all over the place mm-hmm. but when he's sick he's just laying you on the couch yeah. he's snuggling with mom or he's he's just very downgraded Mm-hmm. Where my baby mm-hmm. is very much like, oh, you have a hundred and two fever, yeah, because you act like you're normal, mm-hmm. you and know? that's my baby too, yeah, yeah. my three year old, yeah. he, he can have a hundred and exactly like that, mm-hmm. he can have a hundred two fever and still be running around the house playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, they are all so different, and yeah. you, and then then it's kind of like, do I give him medication? Do I exactly, I, yeah. <laughs> exactly? Even when he's like really like messed up, like when he's up I'll be honest like I'll be like oh I feel like a crappy parent because you know like oh he's got like 102 fever and he has three infections yeah but he's still smiling but he's still running around like normal so how did I know so but yeah I get it all right what are we learning today humps and bumps and lumps yeah (laughs) well my humps are supposed to be a good thing at least if you listen to Fergie and yeah. Black Eyed Peas, it is. Uh-huh. And at uh-huh. a time, it was. And that's what led into the bumps in the lungs. Right. So, <laughs> well, so, you know, there's a really big movement with body image and yes. self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. And I'm so 110 supportive of that. Mm-hmm. Like, you do you. What makes you feel happy, that's what you need to do in life. Yeah. I feel like women are should not be judged by what the expectations of men or society put on them but what they feel the most comfortable in Mm -hmm. but they're also allowed to feel uncomfortable yeah you know what i mean because i know for myself right now i had a baby less than two years ago and as many women will know you know it takes a time for your body to really adjust Mm -hmm. And I think with my first, it was about two years when I was like, okay, this crap needs to end and I need to lose some weight and get back into like, you know, the the baby weight ain't cute when you're dealing with year two, you know? You can't wear maternity pants forever. Maybe when you're breastfeeding and your breasts are like a triple... H. Oh yeah, when your boobs are <laughs> on point, your body's on point. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I guess you know to really understand where we are today, we need to look back into our past. And so I guess uh. our first question <laughs> would be, 
how has your ideal body changed through the years? The, like, what I would your like ideal my body, ideal body yeah, to look like? Exactly. Your ideal hmm. body image, or what, maybe not what your body looked like at the time, but what okay. you thought it should look like. Oh, okay, okay, I'm get, I get you. Okay. Yeah. Well... In the 90s, when we were in about high school. Yeah, yeah. heroin cheap. Exactly, yes. Yeah. Fiona Apple. Yes, and that's <laughs> me up even then. I mean, I can't say. For I me, mean, it's me up. It, I guess it, Fiona Apple was that heroin cheap. Yeah. Like I, that yeah. super skinny. And that's always what I wanted to attain. But I'm, Not. so I have <laughs> a very mixed cultural background. Okay. And my father is Panamanian, mm -hmm. which is Hispanic, and we have hips, and we have an ass, and we have, you know, we voluptuous curves to us. I was always very tiny on the top and thick on the bottom. Mm -hmm. It's funny that you say that, though, because when I was younger, you know, we live, I don't know if you want to get real specific, but we live, we live in an area where there's a lot of Hispanic culture. Mm -hmm. So growing up, before high school, growing up, especially in puberty, because I hit puberty early. I, I started my period when I was 10. Oh Sorry, my God. TMI. I started mine at 14. There you go. So you can feel my pain, I'm yeah. sure. I started my period at 10. I started getting, a, I was wearing a size C, I believe, by the time I was in sixth grade. Your boobs? It sucked. Yeah. What, what, what else would a C be? <laughs> but they're not that big. Yeah, well, they're still a C. Really? Yes. What do I have? You need to get a good bra fitting. Anyway, so <laughs> by the time I was 12, I was already had a C. I think I had a B cup in fifth grade. It was horrible. Oh my so God. So at some point. I was like a B throughout high school. Really? Okay. I did not want to be, and to, and it was part of it was my Hispanic culture. It's like, I didn't want to look like, who did I have to look up to? Charo. I didn't want to look like Charo. Like, um, <laughs> Charo. <not because>, <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with her. I actually think she's really talented, really beautiful. But, yeah, I wasn't all into that. So I always wanted to be a skinny white girl. For me, it's really weird because, okay, so I have Hispanic blood. Mm -hmm. And typically, I would identify with the Hispanic part of my family heritage. Okay. However, I'm also a 5'9" green eye, blonde hair person, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But my body, I was always very thin, mm -hmm. but it wasn't a thin to where it was like heroin chic. It wasn't chic. heroin chic, yeah. Yeah, it was very like I had curve. Mm -hmm. Even though I was thin, I had a, a curvy figure to me. Yeah. And so I didn't appreciate that. Yeah. Because that's not what was in at the time. Having an did not happen until like the late 90s Beyonce. when J-Lo and Beyonce <laughs> came out and they were like, uh, check this shit out. Mm -hmm. So growing up, you wanted a flat ass, yeah. you wanted yes, like yes. very skinny <laughs> arms, you wanted all of these things and I, I just didn't have, I was thin. TLC. Yes, <laughs> at 5'9", being 145 pounds, mm -hmm. I was tiny, but at the same time, I had a big bone structure, yeah. so it just didn't fit. Um, but then, again, when the late 90s came into play and curves were starting to be more acceptable, you know, then I understood, like, okay, well, I have a curvy body. And, you know, I appreciated my curves at that time. You know who was one of my body image heroes? Yeah. And I don't think it's a bad thing. 
Gabrielle Reese. Oh yeah, she because she was I believe she was five nine one seventy five if I remember correctly, and if I do exactly. remember correctly, that's really sad. But I remember because I just thought it was incredible that this woman could be five nine one seventy five and look like that, like. Oh my God! I didn't. She had muscle, but I think I mean, but she was a positive body role model for me. I believe. Yeah, she was, and I remember her because she was in a lot of the MTV House of Style and like. Oh really? Things. Yeah, she was. I didn't was. know that. I just knew her as a volleyball professional volleyball. No, Olympic. she is. But I'm yeah. actually looking her up now, and okay. she is actually six three. Oh. I thought she was 5'9". <laughs> no, well, she's a lot taller than me. But, yeah, I mean, she was one of the women that proponent the, mm -hmm. you know, athletic body yes. type. Now, I've never had an athletic body, and that is something that I would strive to achieve. But it wasn't until the late 90s, early 2000s where these women, and even then, if you look at Britney Spears at that time, and you look at J-Lo, and you look at, like, Fergie, and you look at... You know the different women that came out during that time. Mm -hmm. They were as they were very different from the heroin chic. Yeah. But they were still skinny. tiny <laughs> compared skinny. to what the average American woman was. Oh yeah. And yeah. now we're very po body positive with you know Chrissy Metz from This Is Us. Oh yeah. And Ashley Graham, She's who's gorgeous. a big proponent. Mm -hmm. Who Ashley Graham or Chrissy Metz? Chrissy I mean, Metz. both are they gorgeous. are, but both Chrissy are Metz. gorgeous. And then have you Dietland? Oh yeah, that new show Dietland. That woman, I can't, I don't know her name off the top of my head. She is incredible. She's gorgeous. Oh my god. And I just, I admire her. When I watch her, the old, the whole, the only thing I'm thinking the entire time is, do you realize how beautiful you are? Because of course her character doesn't. But I wonder if she does. <laughs> I need to no, read up on that. I get that. Mm -hmm. I guess this is kind of leads into our next question. Okay. How has your body, not image, but how your body has changed through the years? Like my actual body? Yeah, your physical. Yeah, I mean, okay, we've had kids, so it's, it's gained weight. A war zone. <laughs> but for me, I was. I also have PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome which has affected my body in my late 20s to to now basically and oh, that's rough yeah i mean it's it's something that i deal with on the daily but you know for somebody that grew up who was very thin and then had a very traumatic incident with my father passing away at age 22 and then weight kind of gaining steadily being in a in a not so positive relationship mm -hmm. You know, so anyways, but that put a lot of stress on me dealing with my parent, my father dying, who was literally my best friend and being in a negative relationship added to me gaining a lot of weight in a time frame that I was not happy with. I was 250 plus pounds when I left my ex. Mm -hmm. I lost 40 pounds um, okay. when we when we broke up. Okay. Growing up, I was all the most maybe 150, uh, 150, what? 165. Oh my God, you were a stick. <laughs> yeah, like literally, my thinnest was 145, and Shoot. at five nine, that's yeah, very that's heroin thin. chic. Yeah, <laughs> literally heroin chic. And so now I'm at the point where I'm 
overweight for what I am comfortable with, trying to figure out the best plan to lose it. But it's difficult when that plan is in self-care and I'm a person that puts others before myself and I'm You're a mother. So. I am, yeah, <laughs> I'm a mother. But at the same time, there's more than just being a mother because I don't want to say that's the only reason. Yeah, yeah. But I'm working on it. I'm working on my balancing or harmonizing, as we said in our last episode, of my professional dedication to my personal self-care. So, that's kind of my journey. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, well, well, so, you, so that's, you mentioned a lot about emotional and, like, weight yeah. gain. But so does that affect your, I mean, I know this is probably a dumb question, but so does that affect your body image? Yes. It does. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because, okay, so I am accepting to the weight that I am now currently. Mm -hmm. I do not think you need to be thin to be attractive or beautiful Mm -hmm. or uh, acceptable in society. However, at this moment, the weight that I am, I do feel uncomfortable and I am not okay with. Mm -hmm. And I want to better my health. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of my journey in this process. How has your body image changed throughout the years? Because I know that's been different for you being younger, being a mom at 24 and allowing your body to change through pregnancy and all that, which I'm going to say is a bit, and I swear to God, okay, so I watch Southern Charm, I don't know if anybody of our listeners do, but the man does not give you children, you give them children, okay, um, yeah, (laughs) I don't know, whatever, um, you've had three babies, yeah, I have. And, and yeah. your body shows that. Really? My body shows two babies. Okay. Like your body has those. I think even if I was became thinner, which is something I'm striving to do, mm-hmm. I would never want to take away my stretch marks. I would never want to take away the battle scars that I received from growing human beings inside my body. Well, here's the kicker for me. All right. I got stretch marks when I was like in 19. Yeah, I never had that. So, so yeah, I would take my stretch marks away in a heartbeat. Oh. <laughs> they mean nothing to me. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, okay, wait. So the, what was the question? How, How has, has your, your ideal, body image changed? Your body image. Yeah, okay. Not necessarily the ideal body that you want, but like how is your, just your body image, your Yourself. personal. Okay. Yeah. Just how has it changed? Okay. Well, okay, since, but before, because before I had mentioned Dietland, and I couldn't remember Mm -hmm. the lady's name, the girl's name, Joy Nash. If you Mm want to Google Joy Mm -hmm. Nash to see a beautiful, voluptuous woman, isn't she gorgeous? Super. She is. I just, I, she's gorgeous. And, okay, again, ideal body. It's funny because, you know, I've told you this before. It's like, Mm -hmm. I've been, I've been all over the place on the scale. My, My weight goes up and down. Yeah. constantly yeah I've been 230 pounds and I've been 130 pounds and I can honestly say that at 130 pounds I did not have any better body image than yeah. I did at 230 
Yeah. I really I mean, didn't. Yeah. Which which doesn't make any sense. It's like No, even it, at, does. it does. It really it? does, yeah. <laughs> even at hundred and thirty I still felt fat or I still had fat that I wanted to get rid of or I still had body problems and stretch marks and I, like all the stuff that you can have. Exactly. So it's taken a long time, but my body image just really changed. I, I've gotten to the point which I'm really happy about, at least right now. Yeah. <laughs> Ask me next week, next week if uh, I do something different, right? But as of right now, I love my body. Okay. I, I really do. I love my body. I, I, I have lumps and bumps and all that kind of stuff, but I am at a point where I can just, I can appreciate my body. Okay. And I know that sounds so... No. No, it does. I know it does because when I was in my 20s, I used to think, shut the f*** up. Yeah. No, I I guess I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying, yeah. But I I do, I appreciate, I'm at the point where it's like, I'm just, I'm blessed to have a, a, a good, able body that can get up, take care of my children, walk, run, whatever I need to do. I mean, I'm very able bodied. I used, oh my gosh, I used to be so obsessed with sizes. Mm-hmm. I remember I would go and, you know, you know how sizes change all the time. You go one place and you're a size 10 and another place you're a size 5, whatever. And even even when I was pregnant with my first son, I didn't want to get over a size 6. Mm-hmm. I remember that was like a big thing with me. Yeah. And now I just, I don't, I don't care about size. I just care about if something fits me. The other day... I bought. Well, they said the sizing. It's so it's, it's so off. So, it really is. Yeah, it it's doesn't so even matter. And yeah. it's like so different. From you place can go to, to Old Navy and be, which I love, which I do love too. But I mean, I can go to you know one place and be a size eight, and then another place and be a size twelve, fourteen, and it's just very true. But I don't care anymore. Yeah. It doesn't matter as long as I feel good in those clothes, and I'm glad. I'm glad I'm at that point. I remember longing to be at that point. I'm just, I'm glad that I'm there. So that's, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. I completely understand what you're saying because I, I like, bought, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. No, 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 go. I bought two bathing suits this summer, awesome. I, which I mean, come on, that's huge. That's seriously. I, usually I, I never would buy a bathing suit unless I absolutely, like I didn't have one or I didn't have yeah. one to fit me. Yeah. So the fact that I bought two and not, and I didn't need them. I have another bathing suit, but I bought two bathing suits this summer and I'm not a size two guys. I'm not a size zero. I, I'm five, six, 175 pounds right now, which is not ideal, but I feel good. And I got yeah. cellulite and I got stretch marks and I'm okay with that. You know, though, for me, I understand what you're saying about accepting my body because, like, the fact that my body has produced two children from it, I accept that part. Like I said, I accept my stretch marks. I see my stretch marks as, like, a badge of honor. Okay. I made children, grew them to full, full term, and delivered them from my body. Yeah. You know? But at the same time, I don't like the... Handle bags, you know what I mean? Like the, the battle scars, yeah, <laughs> the love handles. I had two C sections, and for the mamas out there with C sections, we have our own battle scars. Yes, we did not birth our children in traditional manners, but it did not does not mean that we did not give birth to our children. Because I'm sorry, I was sliced through six layers of muscle mm-hmm. and. And skin and just 
whatever it is in my body to the point where they reached the room and pulled my children outside of me. And I have that C-section self, that lovely parting gift that we get as C-section mamas where... Are you talking about the shelf? The shelf. Yeah. The shelf. Yeah, I have it. And I never had that before. And it's... If with you i'm not gonna lie because it's just like oh i just have like a pancake stomach that's how i feel so where everything up to that point of where they sewed me up on the top half it all spills over yeah so it's like oh okay that's fun so it's like i get this little pancake stomach Mm -hmm. on top of my apron I've heard it, or I've heard people call it an apron. I get that. Yeah, okay. I can get that. I yeah. can catch what that's throwing. In all honesty, so yeah. I'm super happy for you mm-hmm. and being at that point in your journey because I know it's been a big part of your journey, like mm-hmm. being active versus working out mm-hmm. versus eating well, mm-hmm. and be. We don't realize how much of a subconscious thought all of that narrative is. Versus what is our realistic day-to-day. Yeah. You know? Like, if I eat this cookie versus eating a salad, in my head, am I going to be like, I shouldn't eat this cookie. (laughs) This cookie I shouldn't eat. This cookie is going to... And how long is that braiding in my head over one cookie? It's funny because I I have come to feel Mm -hmm. that, you know me... We've woo talked woo. about my my woo woo, <laughs> my woo. Yes, I honestly believe that if you feel like that, like you're, ba- I mean, you're creating it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And 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 not you. I mean, you in general, because I do. I used to do that too. But I I believe that. I believe if you feel this cookie is going to make you gain five pounds overnight whatever or look like it it's gonna happen yeah now whether it really happens or not you don't know but it's happening in your mind because i've had that happen before where it's like I, I i'm feeling guilty about eating something and the next day i look like crap but do i really look like crap i mean does do i look like crap to anyone else it's no it's probably all in my head and i just so i've 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 finally gotten to where it's like i i realized that that doesn't help and I mean, then that's not really, that doesn't really help either because then it just kind of puts it all back on you. Well, thanks. You're telling yeah. me I shouldn't feel bad about eating a bag of cookies. I don't know. No, but I think <laughs> that we give too much power to the food that we eat. Yeah, exactly. And really. it shouldn't be like, oh, we're eating good versus we're eating bad. Mm-hmm. We need to learn to eat to survive mm-hmm. and to eat to maintain versus to eat to feel pleasure. Or to eat to feel guilt. No. Or to eat to feel, you know, Ugh. a certain reaction. But I, I, you know, I still, I, I still like to eat for pleasure. No, because there are times you're going to go to a party, you're going to go somewhere. There are moments that call for eating for pleasure. I'm sorry, I can't, those people that are just, you know, health nuts and they never splurge or they never cheat or whatever you want to call it. And that's the other thing too, I don't really call it cheating. But there are times where you're just going to eat because you feel like eating. Exactly. And, and, and who cares? It, it's, there, to me, there's no, it's not good I or bad. Think, yes, but you are also, for our viewers, you okay. are also at a point to where you can distinguish the difference. Okay. 
And for those out there that may be beginning their journey or not even realizing that there is a difference. Yeah, I see that. Eating because you want to eat because you're pissed off or you're yeah. upset or you're sad <laughs> or to fill a void can be detrimental to their overall health. That's true. That's true. I, I see what you're saying. It, yeah. You do have to learn to identify. But I don't know. I'm not, I just, I still, I'm a foodie through and through. No, and yeah, I think that we should all, like, I'm a foodie too. Like, that's something me and my husband get our jollies off is, you know, eating some really <laughs> cool food. Hey, I'm going to be honest. We don't always get to have sex, so at least there's other means that we get to enjoy food porn. Intimacy with <laughs> Do you guys each watch other. food porn together? I know we don't watch it, but we enjoy it. Like, what? you know, I don't know. You enjoy it's it just, separately? <laughs> no, just enjoy just good food. You know what no, I mean. No, I know. I do know. I know what you mean. Yeah. But I think for those listeners out there that maybe not realize that. I, I mean, I'm lucky enough, given the training that I've had, to understand that I look for joy through food. Now, that's not saying that I binge out because I want to feel joy. What mm -hmm. I'm saying is that joy brings a positive reaction, and food is a positive reaction because there really isn't any a negative, with the exception of maybe gaining weight or feeling uncomfortable at the moment. Yeah. You know, long term, yes, there are detrimental consequences to eating what you feel. But there is a point that I'm working at in my overall self-care that is understanding that food is a means to function and not necessarily a way to gain comfort. Yeah. If that makes sense. You definitely don't want to always turn to food for pleasure or mm -hmm. comfort. No, I totally get that. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, okay, this will be so, so yes. let's move on to our final question. What are you focusing on now for your body image as you grow older or more mature? Okay. What am I focusing on now? Yeah, because, you know, in, in the beginning it was like that hair was cheek, that Christina Aguilera, that, you know, very thin, and then it became like the body yaddy yaddy, which was like Beyonce and mm -hmm. J-Lo, and I'm sorry, by the way, BT dubs, J-Lo just took her picture for her 49th birthday, flawless, like, I would kill to look like J-Lo at 49 at 36 years old, not even a competition, and she wins BT. Um, <laughs> um, just to clarify that she wins hands down I so. have no clue what you're talking about so <laughs> I'll show you look like seriously J-Lo I need to show you but what what are your body image goals now like are I don't even want to say goals but what are your no I, I know what you're saying I guess like what's my focus when it comes yeah, to body image yeah exactly it depends on the day you ask me but as of right now I honestly have to say, and people are probably going to hate me for saying this, because I used to hate people who used to say this, 49. my body image doesn't really matter. Yeah, she looks great. I know. It's like, oh, that's what a 49-year-old could look like? Yeah. Like, I, oh, okay. We can look like I that, I didn't too. know. I didn't know. I didn't know that was achievable at 49. Get a good tan and do some ab work? Oh, yeah, fine. but that's not her tan. That's like her natural skin. She's caramel. I don't know. My my body image is 
one, I don't, I don't think about it nearly as much as I used to. I mean, I used to obsess about it at some point in my life. I just want to be healthy. I really, I just want to be healthy. I want to be here for my children. I want to look good in my clothes, but yeah. that's about it. Again, if you had asked me this in my 20s, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I'd have some straight up answers for you. I'd have measurements ready for you. But I just now in my 30s, it's just my, my shift has changed, I guess. My priorities have changed. So as far as my body image, I just want to be strong. I want to be able to move around and to do what I need to do to keep Keep my family. Yeah, to have a a good family life, a good work life. I love that at work, I have the energy to just kind of go around, move around and not be, you know, done by three o'clock in the afternoon. I, I want energy. I guess. I want to be energetic. No, I get it. Okay. So, I guess for me, asking that same question. Okay. I guess my idea of body image changed because I'm not comparing my body to others. Oh, that's in a good a way, yeah. I mean, I, I, and I can't lie because in a way I do take into consideration other people that are older than me, hence J-Lo, who we mm-hmm. just kind of yeah. talked about. No, and that's or, good, yeah. Or... Ashley Graham, who is younger than me, but I'm not dictating my body image based off of what others have achieved yeah. achieved for theirs. Mm-hmm. Because I understand that my body is not the same as both of those women, you know, and that my body has the potential to be something great, but it may not look like what they have already dictated for their peak performance. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, and I am on a weight loss journey and I am in the beginnings of working with a coach to get me on the right physical and I don't want to say emotional because I'm working with a therapist, but I am going to start working with a coach yeah. on my... Well, it all goes hand in yeah, hand. Yeah, it all yeah. works together. It all, yeah, yeah. It all comes together. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm giving a three-month time frame for myself to really kind of jump start and get me back on the process of being a healthy individual, putting my needs first versus my family. And I know that sounds selfish and horrible no, to some extent. To some extent it can. It can. No, but at I, the same time if I'm not a hundred percent. My mind does not compute what you are saying. I know. <laughs> you oh, know well, yeah. You but have to put yourself first. <laughs> I know. It, it is something difficult for me. So yeah. putting myself first and, you know, taking care of my health and my... And if that affects my physicality, then it, it is what it is. But at the same time, I'm really looking at developing my self-care and that includes my physical and well-being. It sounds like you just want to be comfortable in your body. I do. Yeah. I do. Because I'll be honest, I am overweight. Mm-hmm. I'm not extremely. I I don't think I'm at the overweight where it's like, oh my god. You're not like morbidly obese. Yeah, yeah you're I not, mean, like, technically, yeah. to medical standards, I am obese. Mm-hmm. But to the physical appearance, I feel like if you see me, I don't look like I'm somebody that would be. Being tall has its benefits. Where yeah. when you gain five to ten pounds, you really can't tell. Mm-hmm. But that's also a shortcoming because when you gain 20 to 30 pounds, then you can tell. Yeah. So I am overweight. I think it's noticeable, but at the same time, I don't look like I'm like a blob. Let's no, that. no, you don't. You have yeah. a really good figure. Yeah. I yeah. still have a shape to my figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
However, you, you really, you just, as far as I can see from an outsider looking in, yeah, it me. sounds like you just don't feel comfortable in your own skin at this I point, don't. the way your body is no. right now. And, and after having more, babies yeah. and my stomach, oh, like, yeah. honestly, my stomach is my biggest No, area. actually, you know what? I have to say, my husband and I were just talking about this. <laughs> we talk a lot. Um, about my stomach? No, about my stomach. But, oh, okay. No, I was telling him I've gotten to the point when I was in my... I never thought about it, but when I was younger and in my 20s, I always naturally held my stomach in. Yeah. Like, not sucking it in, just kind of, like, holding it taut. I don't even know what that is anymore. I, well, exactly. And I never did either because, you know, when you have children, you get to the point where you can't do that anymore. You have to, like, learn to just let it go. Um, learn I, or you're forced? Both. Yeah. I mean, it's up to you how you want to look at it. But yeah. I still remember when I was first pregnant with my first son... At five months, I was like, oh, my God. Like, and it felt so weird for me to just let my stomach go. Yeah. Well, anyway, I finally have gotten to the point, and I, again, I didn't realize it till the other day. I'm holding my stomach in again. Really? Yeah. I didn't notice but it. I'm not doing what? it on purpose. No, but I think you're using that. The ball. Ball chair. <laughs> so we have ball chairs at work. Which I have not named yet. Okay, but apparently so mine you is have. Jerome. <laughs> I don't use Jerome every day because after four hours, I'm like, God, this hurts. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the reason I don't name mine. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to name yours. No, like, please I really... don't. But no, I have, yeah, I've been using this ball chair. It's basically a big bouncy ball on a rolly chair. I don't feel like it's doing anything for me, but apparently. But I think it is. I guess it is. I mean. I can give four hours to my ball chair. I sit on mine all day. I don't notice. I really can't do all day. I can do at least four hours. I feel like I just kind of like slump into mine, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it is doing something. But yeah, I'm I'm apparently holding my stomach in. I've finally gotten back to that point. I bet it's not that. But I'm still, but technically I'm still overweight. I might even be obese. I'm not even sure. The BMI is all effed up though. You know that. It's so effed up. Who the hell knows? Whatever I am, I, I feel pretty good. Again. You know, and I guess that's where I want to be. Is yeah. I want to be, I feel good. Yeah. I, at the weight that I am now, I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. But I, I think when I get a little bit healthier and I am reaching out to a coach mm-hmm. and we'll be starting that process at least for the next three months to help keep me accountable mm-hmm. because it's not necessarily that I don't know what An to do. An accountability buddy. Really, I know what to do. Mm-hmm. But if you're not accountable to anything, having those things don't mean shit at yeah. all. So having this person, this coach come in and be account- making me accountable for my actions, I'm hoping will help me make a difference. So I'm telling you, our listeners, this is my plan. This is what I'm doing. So hopefully... So you need to keep her accountable. <laughs> you will help me keep accountable. And I swear, I will help you guys be accountable too. Yeah. You, to do that, though, you need to make sure and like our podcast yes, on please. whatever means that you are listening on, be it Spotify, Google Play, mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and we will definitely show the love back to you. Also, don't forget to like our Facebook page and leave us a comment. Let us know what it is for you and your body image. Are you, you know, somebody that has had children? Yeah. And have you not have children and still deal with this? pressure of what society places on women for body images so let us know follow us on facebook at 
Mom's Wine Out. That's Mom's Wine Out with two T's. And we definitely will want to listen to your feedback and respond. We want to hear from our viewers. Please, yes. We also, would love that. Let us know what you want to be called. Winos? Oh, yeah. Time outers? <laughs> I, I don't Winers. know. <laughs> yeah, so we were thinking about it. So yeah. let us know what you feel. We'll what put do we a, call? <laughs> we'll put a poll on our Facebook page for you oh, guys yeah, to decide. Oh, yeah, that's good. Awesome. So, I don't know. I think that's about it for us on this month. On body image? I'm sure we'll be coming back to this my one. Like oh, I said, it's never not going to be an issue. You got to ask me, like, depending on the day you ask me, if you ask me tomorrow, I might be like, Bleh. yeah, <laughs> honestly, because there's times where I'm like, I'm I want to cut my thigh off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But mm -hmm. as of right now, maybe it's just the wine talking. <laughs> and that's beautiful. the beauty of mom's wine out. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so thank you for listening. Please remember to like us and to subscribe to us through whatever means it is that you listen to. So this is our cheers for now. Yep. Cheers. cheers. Dude, Do I just want Fiona Apple video when she came out with um, her first song. Yeah, Criminal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She was just like perfect. <laughs> like not perfect, but you know what I mean. Like given the time, and given the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. I yeah. do know what you mean. At that time, yeah. But no, and and but you know what? what I Even I, is a good she was perfect. She was I'm perfect because like that's a criminal. Whoa! Yeah, I, I thought I was the only one who sang on this podcast. Oh, <laughs> no, my friend. I can throw it down to get down. Let's just say. But no, you know, she was perfect for whatever she was then. Oh my god. We'll save that for the end. We're okay. No, I don't think we can play that. Okay. I think we have to buy like rights or something. Oh, I can't afford that. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. Neither was. Okay, man. so I'll mimic it. Oh no. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>